Runk. <laughs> hey guys, sit down. Let's have a chat. But mostly, let's make it just me. And welcome to the 282nd episode of. We started out and my dogs are barking, and you know how that goes, man. Those incels can sure yap. Uh, and, uh, you know, if they're going to be yapping. You might hear them in the background, and it's all good. We are doing this podcast. We usually we do podcasts um, in the evening. We do them at like 5 p.m. That's a little BTS, a little behind the scenes, little, uh, you know, podcast magic. Uh, you know what it is we're doing? We're, we're, we're showing you the sauce right now. We're saying, uh, yeah. Okay, sometimes we, we shoot them and record them at 5 p.m., and now you know that that's when your boy is off the hinges, right? But right now, I will say this is Halloween, technically Halloween, and uh, right now today, I know you're not listening to it on Halloween because we have to do the editing and all that shit, a little bit behind the scenes, a little bit of sauce, exp- exposing, exposing the sauce, but um, right now, it's noon, dude. Dude, wow, fucked it up so hard. It's noon, dude. It is noon right now, so this is the Midday Podcast. We're coming to you live from the Midday Podcast, and it is the midday, it is the noon, it is the technically afternoon podcast, but you might be listening to it not at noon, but we're coming to you live from noon. Not necessarily live because we're editing it together, but we don't normally cut things out except for the Patreon episode. If you want to sign up for Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Chris but if not, you get it cut up a little bit, but we're still rugged and raw. Anyway, we're coming to you live here. It's crystalia.com. We're doing a lot of dates here. Uh, we just came from uh, the road. We just got into the road. We just came from the road. And we are going back on the road. We are performing in Denver. Have you been there? We are. We will be in Denver. And by we, I mean me. We are uh, in Denver. Let me pull up these tickets here. We're going to Denver, 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 crystalia.com. Uh, we got Denver tomorrow. We got uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming on Sunday. I say tomorrow. I don't know what you're, when you're listening to this. Boy, he's, he's, he's assuming. And that's not good, but it's um, Denver is November 5th. I don't know if it's today you're listening to the podcast or whatever. Uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming on November 6th. I got a bunch of uh, club dates here too, just to just to keep fresh here. Boston first show sold out the Wang Theater, 3,500 tickets. Second show on sale now. And it's uh, it's getting close there. So uh, November 12th, I'll be at the Boston, uh, Boston, Massachusetts Wang Theater. Albany sold out. Um, and I just picked up Brea, California for New Year's Eve. Come on and celebrate your New Year's Eve, uh, shit with, with your boy, crystalia.com, Brea, California will be there. I think we got four shows there. Um, and then I'll be in San Diego on January 7th and Portland, Oregon, January 20th and Seattle, Washington, January 21st. That's almost gone. Um, Sugarland, Texas. That's near Houston. So go get your tickets there. Anyway, New York, February 18th, and Chicago, February 25th. Uh, you guys, and then we got Midland and up. Just go to crystalia.com. We got a bunch of things. We're announcing Austin soon. Shh. We're announcing Ohio date soon. Shh. Yeah, look at crystalia.com. You get the good tickets. I posted on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, crystalia.com. Uh, crystalia Instagram. Um, but yeah, dude. We're chilling, my babies, and uh, it's good. We can go to chrislea.com, get your merch. Um, we got the, you know, it's it's fall now. We got the Brown Life Rips uh, hoodies, and we got the other hoodies, the cult hoodies. They're real nice, dude. Your boy wears them. But let me just tell you this, man. We we're talking about being on the road. <clears throat> um, Let me just say, Tempe, I was in Tempe, okay? I did four shows, sold them out, and, and I just did uh phoenix a few months ago and sold that out tempe straight up i love you phoenix i love you scottsdale you're all basically the same play i don't know i know that like there's like you're all like the the, the cities are too popping they're too on and popping to be so close to each other they're like 15 minutes away and they're so on and popping and it's like, just make one big conglomeration. The conglomeration I call death row. <laughs> Dude. The conglomeration I call death. The conglomeration I call Tempe Phoenix. The conglomeration I call I call 
Scottsdale. I ain't okay. got no motherfucker. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. The conglomeration I call Arizona. But, um, so, uh, yeah, man. It's it's so, and I, you know what? It doesn't matter where you are when you're there. If you're in Scottsdale, Tempe, or Phoenix, I will tell you right now, it doesn't matter where you are because no matter where you are, if you're there, it is the number one capital in the world where dudes wear backwards hats in the pool. It's unbelievable, dude. Is it summer? Yes. Are you a dude? Yes. Are you in Phoenix, Scottsdale, or Tempe? Yes. Is are you going to take a dip in the pool? Yes. This is how people take dips in the pool when they're in, when they're fucking eighteen to forty-five in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the W Hotel. This is how they get ready to go to the pool. Get the hats. That's what they do. They go like that. They go shirts off. Get the hats. Um, so it's unbelievable, dude. If you wear a backwards hat in the pool, in the pool, you are a, you are mighty. That's all I got to say. You are just so mighty. But Tempe, Arizona came out. We love Tempe, Arizona. God, that club is awesome. Shout out to the Tempe, Arizona and, uh, and, uh, and all the people that work over there. Uh, love you. The staff was awesome. Um, and the fans were awesome and we had a good time, dude. Brent Morin came with me and uh, did the shows. It was like a, um, what do you call it? It was like a reunion, man. He used to open for me 10 years ago. And, uh, and the dude's great, man. It was really cool. It was super fun. We went there and here's what I did. I went to Adam Ray's wedding. Now you might know Adam Ray because first of all, he's in a lot of things as an actor. Second of all, he's got a fan base as a comedian. And third of all, he was also in the tour report, uh, vlog that I did for, I don't remember where he came. Oh, uh, Peoria and Rockford. And, uh, Adam Ray is one of my best friends. He's a great guy. He got married in, um, Phoenix Saturday, last Saturday. Mm. congratulations to him and amanda lovely couple awesome awesome time but what i did was because i'm smart dude what i did because i'm smart was okay now is adam a comedian yes does he have a lot of comedians that are going to be at the at the at the at the wedding probably okay because he's a comedian and we're, we're 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 involved in that world so what did i do as soon as i got the 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 ticket, the ticket. What do you call it? The invitation. Did I book a room? No, I booked shows the two days before it because I wanted to be the comedian that got the dates. Yes, is he selfish or is he just forward thinking? Is he self centered or is he just thinking about you know the plan here? And then what did he did to do? He waited too long to get the hotel room and it was booked and he had to stay somewhere else. Ah, yes, dude. Comedy first, my babies, but also brought the fam. Brought uh, Calvin, brought Kristen. Kristen's aunt, aunt lives there. Aunt Lynn and Uncle Carl. And Uncle Carl laughs like this. Oh, 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 oh. Um, and it's absolutely unbelievable. It was a beautiful time with friends and family. And it was a beautiful time at the Tempe Improv. And it was a beautiful time. And, you know, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, Brent was there. David Sullivan came there, too. You know him from the tour report in Savannah. And also just from, you know, having Andrew Jackson here. And being in, uh, you know... Being in small town Wisconsin, uh, I always joke around about him. Like I can't believe fucking nine hundred people saw small town Wisconsin, but it's actually a fucking great movie, and it's a uh, and it's a killer. It's a killer thing there. It's a good movie, and it's doing well, and it's making the rounds on the freaking um, what do you call it? The uh, the uh, the the what do you call them? The fucking festival circuits. We forget the words festival. We forget the word festival, dude. And I'll tell you why. I don't know why, but I need to take ginkgo biloba. But I will tell you, I don't take the fucking gabapentin anymore. Uh, because of the word recall, and I still can't remember words like festival, and it's fucking amazing. But, uh, yeah, uh, so we went to Tempe, checked in a hotel, stayed in a hotel, it was a great time, and then we went to, and we did, uh, we did the shows, and then we did, we went to Adam Ray's wedding, me and Kristen, and, uh, all the other, you know, people there that were there, it was just a beautiful time, man. Let me just tell you about how great and I, you know, I don't know if this is because I took. Look, I don't take Vivance. That's not my thing. I don't take Vivance, but I happened to take a Vivance the day that Adam Ray got married because I wanted to make sure to be there and be present. And you know, when your boy takes Vivance, it's like he might as well be the captain of a fucking boat. I mean, he's just in charge and he's telling people what to do in a nice way, though, right? Not in a like, hey, you do this way, and a like, hey, why don't we do this and it will make the time that much better? And then people go like, that's okay, you know. And there's some outliers that are like, I don't know, but 
you know, as time evolves and we keep going, then we realize that, well, the captain was right. And it's mostly because of the Vivans. Now, um, I was at the wedding and it was a great time, just beautiful time. First Jewish uh, wedding I went to. Sorry, Kanye. But uh, I did go and it was beautiful. And they crushed the glass and uh, Adam hit it first time immediately. And when I went to Eric Griffin's glass uh, wedding, he didn't get the, he he fucked it up. He didn't get the gra- glass crushing the first time, and I think it's I think it's like a, a hidden thing that Jews kind of secretly know how to do it because Adam's Jewish and Eric is not Jewish. So, uh, and by the way, Adam had a completely Jewish wedding, like with a, a rabbi, and he was funny. All rabbis are funny as shit, you know, because they secretly want to be stand up comedians. And um, he was talking in Hebrew like a lot of the time. And for for fuck fuck if I know if he was just bullshitting, you know what I mean? Hebrew is one of those languages that I think I could probably speak if I just felt it. <laughs> you know what I mean like Japanese I know I can't do it I have to learn Spanish it's too close to English I can't learn but Hebrew they're just like sometimes I feel like if I just hooked into Hebrew I could just fucking absolutely just fired it out there you know just get one of those scar- those tablecloths put them over your and then just put a mini hat on and just and um so you could hook into Hebrew, but um, yeah, so Adam hit that glass and it just crushed it. And it was beautiful. And Amanda looked beautiful and Adam looked great. Adam never looked better. Adam had his hair nice, dude. We didn't know what kind of hair Adam was going to do. He did the nice hair, dude. And uh, he looked great, man. I'm just so proud of th- these mother. COVID really fucking weeded out who was about it, about it, and who wasn't about it, about it, right? Like COVID really weed. Like when you were in COVID, you lived with somebody, you really found out if they were about it, about it. Right? You were with somebody, you were with them all of a sudden every day. And you found out if they were about it, about it. If they weren't about it, about it. Or by the way, maybe you're not about it, about it. And it's okay. But you split up. But congrats to all the people that made it through COVID and found out that your loved one or your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend or partner, whatever it is, was bout it, bout it, dude. And let me tell you something, man. I'm glad that they're about it, about it, because that wedding was a great time. And I don't know if it's five minutes speaking. But so I was at the Jewish wedding, and there was like a you know a nine year old that challenged me to a dance off. And I realized after he challenged me to a dance off, I, I left, and you know I I think I kind of won the dance off. He did one move over and over again, and had the L on his forehead saying I was a loser, but. I, I feel like I kind of won it because I was doing a little bit more. My moves were more, you know, they were versatile. They, my moves were more, I was picking from my bag of moves. And he kind of just had like this one Fortnite dance that he did. Fine, whatever. He thinks he won. And, but then I realized that he was dance battling everybody. And I was like the fifth guy that he dance battled. And he was calling me John Wick because, you know, I look fucking crazy good in his suit. Uh, and I got the black tie. And I don't even know why an eight-year-old knows who the fuck John Wick is anyway. Because that movie is so violent, right? Like maybe call me Men in Black. Hey, kid, you're eight, right? It's like he's just like, you know, hey, look at the character from Sling Blade. It's like, well, that's entirely too grown up for you to watch that movie. Hey, you look like the woman, you you look like the the, the fucking, the, the husband and woman under the influence. Are you talking about a John Cassavetes movie from the 1970s? And doing a Fortnite dance. So, um, anyway, I fucking, I, I honestly iced that kid with my moves, but I'd let him have it. Cause he's a kid. He didn't get tired at all, dude. He was doing like all sorts of fucking like, I mean, his wind is great. When you're eight, your wind is crazy. Good dude. Um, so like between ca- counting all of the shit together, I won the dance. You know, my wind isn't as good as an eight year old's wind. His wind was awesome. And he only did one move and I was picking from the bag of tricks. Right. So, uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, Forgot about the fucking Hava Nagila. Forgot about the Hava Nagila, dude. Dude, how funny is it when David Allen Greer in uh, it does it in In Living Color and he's like, Hava Nagila, Hava Tortilla. Dude, I left so hard. Forget it. I left so hard. The black Jewish dude's doing the Hava Nagila. Hava Tortilla, dude. David Allen Greer, one of the funniest men alive. But um, yeah, so I was, so all of a sudden they go like this. Hey. Time to lift up the couple in chairs. And I go, like, I'm like Homer in the fucking dipping back into the, just, hey, time to lift up the, the, the Jewish couple in the chairs. Me. 
right? I'm a homer getting back into the plants, like into the brush. Because, dude, uh, uh, hey, dude, I'm not, I'm not dropping anybody. And guess how I'm not dropping anybody? By not picking them up. I pick them up. Huge percentage. Even if there's a little chance I might drop them, it's a bigger chance than if I'm not picking up anybody. So they go, Dalia, get over here. You know why they did it, right? You know why they did it. Let's not fucking, you know why they did it. I'm broad. I got a tall drink of water. I'm real broad. I could, I could lift, I could lift motherfuckers up, right? But what did I do though? They go, there's Adam and there's Amanda. But what did I do though? But I go, well, let me just, I'll go to Amanda because she's mini, right? Adam is a man. And I go, let's have a chance to drop in the, the, the you know, the, the, the petite lady than there is dropping, you know, Adam. And he had like, I mean, Adam's a fucking man, right? He played Wolverine in, uh, in Universal Studios when he was younger. And uh, so I'm doing it with like, there's like, you know, a bunch of people with, uh, do, you know, doing the chair and we lift up a man. And I realize I'm the one that's holding the back of the uh, chair. Only me. Okay. I'm holding one of the bottoms of the chairs. And then the, the, and I look and nobody's got their hand on the back of the chair. So I'm crucial to this mission. Right. We got fucking like straight up Jaleel White and Joey McIntyre and me. And I'm not, that's no joke. They were really them holding the chairs. And then me like this with the back. And I'm the only one. And like, I know Joe McIntyre is good with the group because he's from New Kids on the Block, but he's not doing teamwork. Right. But I'm like, and I, and I'm like, you're far from your fucking New Kids on the Block days, dude. Come on. And I'm sitting there holding the back of the chair. And I'm like, if I, if my shoulder gives out, we are done. Wedding over, dude. But guess what, though, dude? I connect with my breathing, right? And I go, hey, I don't think I'm not going to drop her. I know I'm not going to drop her. We eventually put her down. And, you know, it was, we were doing it for a while. And I go, guys, guys yeah, we, we should probably. And then we get down. And then we put her down. And then I go, fuck yeah, dude. And I walk away, dude, again. Homer in the fucking back of the bushes, right? Motherfucker, I didn't know that you got to lift more people up. Like, we did the couple, and then all of a sudden, tap, tap, I look over at Joy McIntyre, and I go, oh, God, dude. I go, oh, 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 God. The wrong stuff. I'm not doing this, dude. And Joey goes, bro, you're, you're, you're a big guy. We got it. We got it. There's more. And I go, oh, okay. Dude. Guess who I got to pick up next? I'm at the fucking father of the bro. Dude. He looks like he played for the fucking, fucking Husky. What's that corn husky? What's the fucking dude? The guy looked like he played for the fucking Nebraska. What is it? Corn, corn huskers. He looked like he's a fucking tight end for the fucking corn. I mean, the guy's a man, dude. He's just a, and I'm like, Jesus. And in my head, he's taller than me. I don't think he is because I'm a tall drink of water, but I'm like, we got to pick him up. Okay. And then as I'm walking up to the thing with Joe McIntyre, right? I'm like. Okay, Chris, remember the shoulder thing, how sore it was holding the back, and she's petite. So this time, do it with your left hand, okay? So I'm thinking about this as I'm going up to the fucking thing, and I'm like, you know, I'm secretly, I'm like, all right, look, I am a big guy. Joe McIntyre said it, okay, I'm, I'm done to play. It's cool that he knows I'm a big guy, right? So I got to do it. Hey, dude, this is my fucking thing. It's like, I'm a big guy, I got to do it. I'm one of the taller dudes here. I mean, most of the guys were Jewish. So I get to the fucking, I get to the thing and I go, remember, use your left hand. And what do I do, dude? I take my right hand and pull it up and the fucking dad's up and I'm using my right hand, dude. Hey, buddy, catch up. Hey, buddy, do what the brain is. Dude, I swear to God, it was like, it was like when I go to the Dodger games and I'm like, well, I'm not going to eat a Dodger dog. And I walk in and go directly to the Dodger dogs, dude. Well, I got to eat healthy. I don't want to. Oh, it's like I didn't like, why am I wasting my brain and body's time?
And so I picked the thing up and now I look and I'm with Joe McIntyre and some other fucking, you know, guys that you'd recognize because this is fucking Adam knows everybody. And I'm holding the fucking thing and I go, oh, and I look and I'm the only one holding the back again. The dad's like two bucks up there. And I'm doing, and I'm, oh God. And I fucking, I'm like, well, I'll be sore tomorrow. And dude, it's three days later. Oh shit, man. Anyway, dude, it was really a fucking great wedding. Despite all that mess with my shoulder. Um, and then we had some fun times, you know, there were a lot of cool people there. You know, Eric Griffin was there, Jonathan Kite, uh, and, uh, you know, Jeremiah Watkins was there, um, and all the girlfriends, which was very sweet. Adam Devine was there. Super fun. I hadn't seen, seen him in a long time. I almost threw up in my mouth. Um, but yeah, man, it was great. That whole wedding was just fucking, um, <clears throat> yeah. And then we went back to the room, dude. And it was, and Kristen was already asleep. She went to sleep with, uh, he said, uh, that, that we were going to, uh, the, uh, what was I saying? Fuck it. What was I goddamn saying? I just got a text from Eric Griffin. God damn it. Uh, that's so weird. I was just talking about him. Um, yeah, no, I was saying about how, uh, they, we went back to the room and Kristen was already in, at, she was at her aunt's house sleeping already because, you know, we had to relieve the babysitter. Oh, Calvin had his first thing with the babysitter that he didn't know, and it was fucking, it went gangbusters. It was awesome. Her name was Rosa, and she was so sweet. And and we didn't even know her yet, but we knew her through the family, through another family, and it was just so awesome. Calvin was just chilling, and he and he went to bed, and he woke up, and 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 she was there, and it was great for nap time. Anyway, that you guys don't give a fuck about that, or maybe you do. I don't know. That's my little, little family fucking sauce there. But um, this is the greatest video I've seen of all time. This is so funny and sad at the same time. But goddamn, this is... How is this a real way to say that he really did this? The thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a... I'm not going to say what race, what people uh, doctor, and what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Couldn't help himself, dude. Digging so deep, guys in China. Dude, can't like how did he do it? Honestly, take away the fact that it's anti-Semitic. I get it. He shouldn't be doing this. The guy's unhinged. He's got mental problems. You know, it's sadder than it is evil. It's not evil. I don't believe he's a bad guy, but I feel like he's got to stop. No one's stopping him. We gotta stop giving him outlets. Stop recording him. Dude, let's, I don't know. It's like, it's just, it's not a good idea. The guy's unhinged and he's mentally unstable. But my main quest, take away all that. How did he do it so funny? He did, like, if this was in a movie, I'd go, oh, guy should be best actor, along with Javier Bardem in Lila Crocodile and Austin Butler in the Elvis movie, dude. D the guy did it, the timing of it. If you got it down to the millisecond, the millisecond, a fraction of a millisecond, this guy just, I mean, do you understand? This is funnier than anything Ed Helms ever did. The thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed Bumbling. by a, I'm not going to say what race, what people uh, doctor, and what hospital God, the and what media his arms. went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> Dude, he just nailed it. This shit makes me think that maybe he's actually... I mean, I know he's not trolling because you can see behind his eyes he's got some real fucking issues, but my God, dude. He's so funny. And it's sad. Take away all that. You got to take away all that because if you actually live in the world and understand what's happening, it's sad. If you take away all that, he fucking iced that shit com comedically. It was a Jewish doctor. I mean, just like we knew already, you know, we already knew where it was going from jump. So uh, Kanye is fucking hilarious, dude. I feel real. You know, he's funny like Trump's funny. He's fun. You know what I mean? It's. Just iced it.
just got me, got me good. Oh, it just got me, just iced it. Um, honestly, uh, Kanye should just be like, that was my Halloween costume. Is just an anti-Semite. Adidas, let me have that deal back. I'm a guy tried to go into Skechers, tried to go into fucking Skechers and then Foot Locker or some shit, and they were just like, nah, we're good. Dude, I'm getting turned down by Skechers. By the way, Skechers pulled some heat. I'm not joking. You see some guy, dude, Uncle Carl and Tempe had some Skechers on, and I was like, that's kind of heat, dude. He doesn't even know it, right? Old men dictate the, tra- the, the, the trends, straight up. You see what fucking like, I mean, well, Uncle Carl's like 73. Can't remember really, but um, you see a 73-year-old wear some shit, and then like Lil Durk wear some shit, it's pretty much the same thing. They dictate heat. Besides all the iced out chains and shit. Unless, of course, the old man is Italian, then forget it. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, Kanye's, I don't know. I feel bad about everything. But I will say uh, the costumes were, I don't know, man. These stars who dress up and get, like, all the shit done, like Kim Kardashian did the uh, Mystique from the X-Men. And then... um, uh, jo- uh, Diddy did the Joker, which is, I mean, D- Diddy is like, what is he, 50 something? And Diddy is like basically eight. I like how Halloween takes people and turns them into eight year olds or 90, right? Like, it's like people who either, like, Diddy was just having a fucking blast. And the costume was so good. I didn't even know it was Diddy. And then, uh, but to me, it's like one night. I don't want to put all that shit on me, man. The what? Like I, I did the the um, what do you call it? The episode of the last podcast that's we're rebranding, and I was a vampire, and Kristen wanted me to put eyeliner on and the blood coming down my 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 mouth, and I didn't want to do it, and I the all day I felt gross, and I had it on, but now I realize I kind of look fucking dope in eyeliner, and I'm probably gonna black out my nails too because I'm gonna be fucking sick, dude. Forget it for real. I'm gonna be fucking sick, dude. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like one of those fucking what is, what is, what is the uh, Coed and Cambria? Just fucking my silhouette is a, is a shadow of its former self. Just fucking killing it with my black shit, dude. It was a Jewish doctor. Um, Elon Musk did a. Go, okay, he got Twitter going on, and he's orca- he's he's got a, a committee of people that look what he did. Brought a sink. We get it. Weirdest video. Like who, who? Like whoever took that video, he put the sink down and fucking fired him as soon as they stopped recording. He goes, "Oh, you fired, right? Because I don't want you to be having all the shit in here." I don't know what's how that's going. How about how Trump was like? <clears throat> Yeah, I should be back on Twitter too soon. Congratulations to Elon Musk. It's nice to finally. It's nice to be able to support um, African American owned business because of how. I mean, just trolling. How many times does does Trump say libtards on his on his own? You know, dude, libtards. I heard somebody say it the other day. It's hilarious when people use that with no like. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, irony. Libtards. So- Fucking boomer. I got to get colonoscopy. That's what I got to get. I got to get a colonoscopy because I'm 42, dude. And I'm going to be 43 in March. And they say to get it at 45, but they used to say get it at 40, right? They used to say get it at 40. And now they change it. When I turn 40, they say 45. And then I'm like, wait a second. Didn't my grandma have colon cancer? And I'm like, yeah. And then I say, well, when should I get checked if I have a family history of colon cancer? And then I'm like, I look it up and it's like, if you have a family history of somebody who had colon cancer, you can still get checked at 45 unless they had it before they were 55. I'm like, when did grandma have it? And then when should I get checked if she had it before 55? And then they say, well, then you should probably get it checked a little earlier. And I'm 42 already. So, uh uh-oh. So then I'm like, hey, mom, when did grandma Carmela, yes, I'm Italian, get her first bout of colon cancer? And my mom hit me back and texted me 54. She eked it out. Hey, doctor, where you at, dude? I got a stick of metal rod, rod up my ain't, ain't it? What the fuck, dude? Give me that good drink for a day before. Make me shoot my brains out. Put me under for 20 minutes and stick a metal rod up my... Ah! 
Whoops. Not that one. So it's like, I got to get a colonoscopy, dude. I'll take, you know what? I'll vlog it, man. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Chris D'Elia. We're getting a, um, we're getting a, a fucking colonoscopy. Like and subscribe. Oh, man, feels weird. Feels weird. Oh, man, know what it feels like? I got to shit myself. Dude, that drink I heard was terrible. My buddy said he was drinking the drink all day and he was shitting. And then he he flew to Texas to try and get a colonoscopy. And the, and his buddy was going to hook him up. His pu- buddy was like a proctologist or whoever does the colonoscopy. And he was like, oh, 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 um, well, I fly in Friday morning. So can I just come straight there and we do the colonoscopy? And he was like, yeah. He's like, the earliest going to be there is at 11. And so he was drinking the drink all day at th- on Thursday and shitting himself all day on Thursday. And they got on the flight. <laughs> Guess what, dude? He had to shit himself the whole way to Texas, man. Hey, guy. No better. Hey, guy. You're going to be leaking in aisle 14. You still got to drink that fucking take it home drink, right? Not to take it home, but to take it home. Yeah, I know you got to take the drink home, but I'm talking about, hey, guys, let's take it home. That's the take it home drink before in the morning. You're going to flush out completely and then go for your colonoscopy duty. We shit in the whole plane ride. That's hilarious, man. Oh, God. Colonoscopies, huh? Uh, this Facebook thing is crazy. Stock is just down. Hey, who would have thought that people didn't want to be in the metaverse? I wouldn't know, actually. I wouldn't know because motherfucking dorks can always surprise you. You know what I'm talking about? Magic the Gathering? Oh, really? Swear that much? The Power Rangers Empire? Ah, swear that Saban is worth how much? I don't know. Dorks will trick you. You'd be like, who watches that? And then, oh, dorks come through. Like the fucking first scene in Troy. Actually, it makes me laugh, but don't walk into our world and we won't walk into yours. Do you know what I'm talking about? Just makes me laugh that people don't. But Dorks said meta, uh-uh. Metaverse, uh-uh. Dorks go like this. We'd rather be losers in real life than winners in fake ones. Got to hand it to them, Dorks, dude. My buddy's trying to get me to get real estate in the Metaverse, and I keep trying to blow him off like, okay, maybe. Hey, let me come over. Let's talk about the Metaverse. I don't want a condo in the Metaverse. I don't even have coins. Who would have thunk? That NFTs, the they've, people have been purchasing NFTs that was a hot commodity for a while, and it went down, sales of NFTs went down 97%. 97% people are not buying NFTs. That's fucking rappers and Justin Bieber that just like, okay, we did it, now what? NFTs, that, that's, NFT stands for, no, fucking that, I'm not buying it. That's what it stands for, dude. No more. Not for this guy. That's what NFT stands for now. Not for this guy anymore. Snork, bad humor. But you know, dude, it's the whole thing about putting on a fucking helmet. You don't want to have to put on a helmet. That's where the metaverse is. You don't want to have to put on. If I could hook in Bluetoothically with just my body, okay. If I could just go like this and then hook in with the Bluetooth, and then all of a sudden I see condos that I'm in that I purchased with Bitcoin or fucking Ethereum, whatever the fuck, then okay. But if I got to put on a helmet and just sit on a fucking couch eating Funyuns when I know that there's actually people outside maybe living a better life, but I got a helmet on, dealing with rashes and shit, dude, I got it. You got it. The metaverse ain't ready. They're not ready until... I can hook in with my Bluetooth on my human body without having to do shit. And I'm not talking about give me the aux cord. I'll do it through my anus. I'm talking about straight up hooking in Bluetoothically. Then fine. I'll be royal as shit. I'll start my own metaverse. I'm the only one in there royal with just some fucking, you know, bots. off. Bleep it out. Just straight giving me a royal OTPHJ. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, dude. Hey, where's Chris? Just sit like this. Just like this at Pete's Coffee. Where's Chris? Oh, he's getting a royal OTPHJ. Where's Chris? Oh, he's just hooked in. But he's not even... The aux cord isn't... He, he's got no wire tail. 
What's that mean? That's what we use as fucking aux cord in the anus. Oh, what's going on? He's hooking in through Bluetooth, dude. What's he doing? He's at his condo in fucking Narnia, just hooked in, getting royal OTPHJs, dude. We got the fucking Meta Kim Kardashian just rubbing in Frendelum tip or whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> call it just. We got the Meta. We got the Meta fucking Kim Kardashian just. Working his frendulum tip, dude. Over some denim. Hell yeah, dude. This is why you listen to this. But who would have thought putting on a helmet and wonking around trying to find out who else is in the metaverse made Meta, a.k.a. Facebook stock, went down? Dude, come to me, Meta, when I can hook in Bluetooth and get royal OTP HAs in my Miami condo with the meta Kim Kardashian working my friendulum gland. But you know I'm right, though, right? But you know I'm right. But yeah, he shouldn't talk about stuff that's so dirty, but it's not dirty because we're in the metaverse. It's not even really happening, dude. I'm clean as shit, and this is what I'm talking about. NPR should be talking about this. You want to listen to all your other podcasts, talk about, you know, oh, you know, oh, I listen to this shit, I listen to that shit, all the other comedy podcasts, the other comedy podcasts, go to them for comedy. But you want the real shit? You want the raw shit? You want the real, the shit where we will be talking about Facebook stock and all of a sudden be talking about sitting royal in a Narnia condo, condo <laughs> getting worked by <laughs> getting absolutely handled by the metaverse, Kim Kardashian just tooling around with your frenulum gland. Where you at, NPR? Where you at? Because right now, in the actual metaverse that's created, I'm a bored ape, and nobody gives a fuck. It was a Jewish doctor. If this one isn't age-restricted, I'll be shocked, dude. But whatever, dude. We speak real. And uh, YouTube can fucking subscribe to the shit, by the way. We still have 596. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, man. I don't really even really believe in shadow ban, but I know they ain't pushing us in the algorithm. And I know why. Because we talk about what we talk about. And, you know, but this is, I got to give it to you real, dude. I'm the crowder of comedy or whatever the fuck that guy's called. They keep, I'm going to be on Rumble soon, dude. And I'm not even a fucking far, don't push me. That's the whole thing. Don't push me, dude. I'm not on the right. I'm in the center, but I'm just saying, dude. Don't push me. Speaking of don't push me, here we go, dude. I just saw this. Help this woman, Doa, two A's at the end, heal from racial trauma. Now, when I read this headline, I go like this. Okay, I understand trauma is real. I suffer from PTSD. It makes my life a living hell. I am not ever really hit with racism. I'm a white guy, mostly, except for the past few years, because whites kind of took a dip. I've been living pretty good. Now, it's harder to be a white guy than ever. Who gives a fuck, man? I'm still rolling on my dolo and it's fine. Okay? But, you know, especially in Hollywood, it's tougher. So I'm not complaining. I don't give a shit. Give all the parts to all people of color. I don't care. I want, for real, there to be a movie about Buzz Aldrin and a trans woman to play him. That I want that. The biopic. Just like, one small step for... Wait a minute. How, what do we actually say? I want that movie. And one giant, well, it's a definitely a giant leap for, well, we can't say mankind. I don't know anymore. Netflix just the wokest shit. So racial trauma, I know nothing about. So let's take a gander. I don't look at this and go, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm not a boomer. I look at this and I say, let's do some fucking actually, let's take a comb and we'll see what's going on. We'll come through this. It's a GoFundMe. 
A lot of the GoFundMe out there, fummies out there are bullshit. But let's take a fine tooth comb and look on through this GoFundMe. Let's see what that was all about. I don't deal with racism. Hello, my name is Doa. I am, a, now let's do the fucking scale here. The, the don't push me scale. We start at zero. Let's start at zero, right? And then as it goes, we'll see what the don't push me scale is, okay? Don't push me to the right. I'm a centrist. If you're watching on YouTube, we've got the don't push me scale, and it's my hand. We're starting at zero. If you're listening, I feel like you'll probably get the gist of what's going to be happening during this bit. All I'm asking, Doa, I get racial trauma. I don't, I don't get racial trauma. I get you get it. And I'm a l- willing to understand that maybe you need some fucking bags for what happened. All I'm asking for is work with me. And don't give me two right wings where I'm flying around in a circle getting dizzy because I'm a centrist. Here's the scale. And we start the GoFundMe paragraph here. Hello. My name is Doa. I am a Nubian, Afro-Indigenous, interdisciplinary artist. Zero's here. I j- the too many words, okay? I don't even care about how you can be whatever. Just too many words. Ipachin! But it's not bad. We're at like a one or a two now. And... Decolonial practice-based researcher currently residing on the stolen stolen lands of the... Okay, now this is what it says. X, high W, M, upside down, E, 8, K, high W, A, Y, upside down, E, M. What's a high W? Where's that W going? Hey, W, get a little bit lower and bigger. <laughs> In parentheses, musqueam, never heard of it. Probably my privilege showing. Let's pick it up with the left hand, dude. Oh, dude, hold on a second. There's another word I don't know. S, K with the underline, regular W, X with the underline, W, U with an accent over it. The number seven. And then the word mesh in parentheses, squeamish and selely with two in parentheses, swelly tooth peoples, colonial known as Vancouver, dude. You can see my armpit hair. Ah. So now we got to start, dude, don't push me, but now we got to start back at, this is not one. This is, we're at 10, dude, because this ain't over, motherfuckers. Look, the fucking temperature burst, all right? Let me just read it. It's a really diff. It's re- It's really difficult for me to ask for financial support. However, I have exhausted all my options and need my community's help through my healing journey. I work for a charitable arts organization and I am, oh, you know what, actually? We're going down because I get it. You went up a little bit, but let's take it down, dude. Maybe the thermometer didn't break. It's really difficult for me to ask for financial support. We feel you, dude. It's a hard time, so we're getting back down. However, I have exhausted all my options. That's sad. I'm in. uh, We're going back down. Dude, you get me back to centrist. Very good. Thank you, Doa. And need my community to help through the healing journey. Okay. We don't like the word healing journey together, but you know what? We'll go up a little bit, but we're still here. Uh, I work for a charitable arts organization. Very admirable. Let's take a dip, dude. We're getting back to one, aren't we? Getting back to zero, aren't we? Uh, and I am initiating this GoFundMe because I am currently dealing with the impacts of racial trauma. What is it? Let's hang tight right here for a second. I experienced at a work event which took place on April 7th and 8th in 2022. Now, you experienced racial trauma April seed. Now I got my fucking detective shit on. I got my hat that go, that's got the front bill and the back bill, and I'm here with a magnifying glass because if you experience trauma on April seventh, you doing going back April eighth? You doing? All good. I don't know the issue. Let's read on. 
On the 7th, I faced racist and transphobic remarks from an artistic director working in one of BC's school districts. On the 8th, I witnessed a culturally appropriated performance by a local non-black hip-hop instructor who publicly humiliated me and the black community after I highlighted her lack of cultural and historical context about hip-hop. Um, where am I here? This had to be addressed as it could be harmful for the children she educates in school. She admitted that her dance school does not have a single black instructor because they lack the 10 years of experience she's looking for. My employer took no action with either the transphobic educator or the dance instructor. Not even an email of of acknowledgement was sent to the colleagues in support of the only black employee. I had a mental breakdown and left the event early with permission from my employer only to later receive a text that the staff photo was overlooked and was taken without me. <laughs> wow. I was excluded, which further alienated me. Wow, dude. You la- You want to Additionally, after this traumatic event, like uh, we got to bend the whole thing because this woman thinks... Or trans? I don't know if she... I don't know. Additionally, after this traumatic event, celebratory messages were shared internationally about how successful the event was, completely dismissing my trauma. Oh, my God. Until I brought these insensitive and and hurtful messages to their attention. Okay, there's more. I don't want to read it. If you're bored, go fuck yourself. Racial trauma has tremendously impacted my mental and physical health in ways I never experienced before. That sentence alone can live. You know? I haven't been eating, drinking, or sleeping well. All right. Well, that's my sense of taste and smell change. Oh. Hmm. Even food I used to enjoy smells repulsive. Hmm. What have we found out later? She's pregnant. I have severe neck and shoulder pain that I'm currently treating out of pocket since my extended health coverage through work has been exceed. You have shoulder pain because of a white guy doing hip hop? I have suffered multiple anxiety attacks in public which is why I limited commuting on public transit and I'm using Lyft Uber instead. My ADHD symptoms worsened as my brain feels extremely overwhelmed trying to navigate ways to cope with the trauma, financial burden, and stress. Most of the time, I have extreme fear of leaving my apartment unless I am with my friends. It takes me hours to plan leaving. I'm right with you there, but that's because of my OCD. And a lot of times I get so physically exhausted from thinking and planning, I just give up and don't leave. Okay, well. I recently completed my second MA degree that resulted in me drowning in more debt and student loans. I intend on push publishing my MA thesis, apply for art grants, complete art projects, and more, but following this trauma, I missed every deadline. Is there more? No. Hmm. I expected to... Hmm. I expected to... Is this a parody? It's real. Thank you so much for everyone who donated here and for eTransfer me some funds. I haven't posted an update in a bit because I was waiting to hear back some details from my employer. Also, due to my severe PTSD resulting from the racial trauma, I have physical symptoms now. Every time I think of my workplace gagging, nausea, severe muscle pain, one of the triggers is my GoFundMe, which is why it took me some time to write an update here. Uh, God, see... (sighs) What the fuck? It's like, this is the thing, man. It's hard enough to deal with somebody who has one problem. This person has 10 problems and is expecting the world to bend to it. We can't do that because there's 7 billion people in the world. Dude, if there were 10 people, this woman was in a class and everyone was like, we don't know what to do with her. Just leave. There's 7 billion people in this world. If the world changes for you, it's fucked for so many other people. Dude. Put one step in front of the other. And I hate being like this, but you push. I'm a centrist, but you got to just get out there, man. I know you're not asking for my advice, but you put it online. Dude, she's got $3,000. She made $3,000 on her GoFundMe. Who's fucking donating? I'm going to donate for real. What what can you... What can you say to these people? It's a mental condition, huh? I mean, we all have mental conditions. I have mental conditions. I have OCD. It's hard for me. Dude, something trigger my OCD. Something's trigger my PTSD. I don't blame anybody about it. You know, I try not to. I at least try not to, right? 
to get to the point where you're writing a whole, I wish people took like none of this, none of this is her fault, you know? And I don't think you should bully her. This is a comedy podcast. And I feel for this woman, man. I just think that she, you know, people like this might need some help. I don't feel for her because she got racially traumatized. I feel for her because this fucking, she can't sit in a class without finding a problem with it like that. She can't even be at home without finding a problem. This is a real issue. Dude, sometimes my OCD gets the best of me and I stay in my fucking bed for a long time. I don't even think about blaming someone else for that. I mean, yeah, I blame other people for lots of things like fucking, you know. If I forget to bring water up to the bedroom when I'm going to bed, maybe it's because my wife distracted me and that's her fault. But I'm not starting a GoFundMe because of it. Guys, my wife distracted me when I tried to go upstairs. I needed water. I'm dealing with severe trauma in bed because I don't want to go downstairs. I can't leave because she knows I have bad OCD and I already set up for bed. So I'm up here and she wants me to go get water for her. But I was having the water and then I put it down at the bottom of the stairs because she asked me to clean the dishes. And yeah, all the dishes were mine, but I cleaned them up. And then when I went upstairs, I forgot the water. I had the water anyway. I'm trying to get $5,000 because I think that that's what it's worth that I forgot the water. I woke up parched and my OCD was absolutely flaming. My wife didn't go get it. It resulted in a fucking, uh, a, you know, a speed bump in my marriage. So it's like, what the fuck do I do? Can people donate? I probably could get some money for that, honestly. I definitely could get some money for that if I was indigenous. I'm from the Sioux tribe, secretly. I think my adopted grandmother is Jewish. No, no bullshit, man. The doctor was Jewish. Um, I think, I don't know. People think shit is crazy. But also, there's so many fucking things that are so crazy out there in the world. I just can't believe it. The internet fucked everything up, didn't it? Because now these crazy people find each other, right? These crazy people find each other. She gets sympathy sympathy and sympathizers, whereas what she needs are doctors. Now, I don't know this. This woman, she could be trolling. I have no fucking idea. But people who do this, the people that you don't invite to Thanksgiving, now have a community online on these GoFundMes or whatever the fuck it is. You know? And it's like, yeah, this is it. Dude, I was watching this thing on Vice the other day about uh, the targeted community. They think that they're being targeted for something. People think they're being stalked when they're not being stalked. People think that they're being um, like literally controlled by electronic pulses that the government, like these are people that think they're targeted and know they're targeted, even though they're not. And they found each other online and they identify as a targeted community. And they're like so happy they found each other because nobody else gets it. But. They're being stalked, not stalked, and also controlled with electronic pulses through the government, not being controlled by electronic pulses through the government. But they all found each other, and they're all like, fuck yeah, now we're thriving. And it's like, oh, but instead of finding each other, find Alexapro. Instead of finding each other snort out prazolam not that i don't know i'm not a doctor but it's like dude and i'm here taking fucking vivance and i'm here fucking taking an alprazolam every time somebody you know my shit spikes i weaned off it all and i never really had a problem maybe i did i have no idea what a problem is but my point is wow my point is wow um yeah. It's a weird fucking time, man. You talk to 70-year-olds about this time, and they're just like, oh, yeah, it's never been worse. I don't know if that's true, right? I mean, there is a war in the Ukraine, but we're not there. You know, maybe it was bad in Vietnam, the time when everybody... But everyone was fucking around then. Everyone was, like, just straight up squirting, right? That was, like, the free love movement. It was probably really bad in the 1800s, you know? People would die because they got a toothache. Times are good. Let's just realize it. How about that? That's the main thing. Times are good. Let's just realize it. Yeah, you got a white guy coaching hip hop and no black people in the hip hop class. But you know what is out the window? Scurvy. We're going to be fine. You can find a peach at a fucking Whole Foods near you. How about that? 
You're not going to die of scurvy. Okay, yeah, it sucks somebody is culturally appropriating, even though I don't even believe in that. Because who knows where anything started, right? People are like, don't wear dreads if you're white. But then it's like, okay, because black people came up with dreadlocks. But then it's like, dude, I watch House of Dragons. And that took place in like the year 100. And everyone's got dreadlocks. So it's like, when did it start? I watch House of Dragons. And you forget that that wasn't how it was until you see a dragon. You're like, oh, wait, this is fiction. Man, that show. Let me tell you something. Game of Thrones, not into it. House of Dragons, yes, they did it. You know why? It's about one fucking family. That's why. I already don't know everybody. I'm so bad at knowing people's names. I'll be sitting watching a movie with Kristen and she'll be like, oh, I think it's Bob. And I'm like, who's Bob? And she's like, it's the main character, asshole. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, 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 you're right. I fuck, I don't think of names. You should have just said the guy with the wavy hair. So now Game of Thrones comes on. I don't know who anybody is. Dude, you watch the House of Dragons. I don't know who anyone is, but also at least I recognize them because there's not 300 cast members. And of course they had to fucking change the cast members halfway through because they made them older. Fine. That's okay. I can deal with it. But that shows the shit, dude. Why wasn't game of Thrones more like house of dragons? You know what? In the comments, I want to know for real, make a comment. If you like house of dragons more than game of Thrones, because everyone loves game of Thrones. I like house of dragons better. I don't mean to go against the grain. Yeah. I'm Mr. Go against the grain. And I don't mean to go against the grain, but it's like, House of Dragons is the shit. The CGI is not as good. The dragons sometimes look fake. I, you know, they probably didn't have the money GT, GOT has, but uh, HOD has fucking the next year if it's gonna if it's popping, which it is. And I like that fucking Damon guy. I, I think he's a bad guy because he's like doing a lot of incestuous stuff. But then I realized everyone's doing incestuous stuff back then in that time during that time during that real time period. Um, but uh, I like that show because it's it's uh. I don't know. I, I like the fucking show, okay? What do you want from me? I don't like the movie Barbarian, and I really like Game of Thrones. Um, anyway, I guess that's it, dude. We're having a great time here. Go to We got uh, we got the um, Brea on New Year's Eve. We're going to be doing that. So join me there. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, Irvine I'm doing, but that's sold out. Let's go to uh, Denver. We'll be in Denver soon. Get your tickets. It's almost, uh, it's almost, uh, we got it. We sold like 4,000 tickets so far. So join us, dude. Fun as shit. Denver and then Cheyenne, Wyoming. Seattle's almost done there. I'm doing that January, uh, January something. But Lakeland, Florida, I'm going to be there December. Like, I don't know. There's like a month left. Why can't I get open these? Um, Lakeland, Florida, Boston, Massachusetts, November 12th at the Wang Theater. The Late Show still has tickets left. Uh, Lakeland, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, San Diego, we added another show, Balboa Theater. First one sold out. Portland, Oregon, getting up there. Arlene Schnitzer Concert Hall, we love it. Seattle, Washington, McCall Hall, said that. Sugarland, Texas, New Orleans, uh, New York, Providence, Rhode Island, New York, I'll be there February 18th. Beacon Theater added a second show. Chicago, Illinois, February 25th. Springfield, Missouri, and Midland, Texas in March. And then we're, shh, Austin, shh, and also Kansas, shh. And also, uh, we're doing some in the fucking uh, Ohio. We've got a bunch of cities. There's a bunch of big cities in Ohio for some fucking reason. We're going to go there. I know I'm, the only one I know I'm doing is Cincinnati. Don't tell anyone. But it's coming out, dude. If you want to take it, we're probably going to do Cleveland, dude. We're probably going to do, I hope we're doing Columbus. I don't know. There's so many. There's Akron and Toledo. I don't know if we're doing those, but. Ohio is short is small enough that don't be all like you're not coming to Cleveland. I live out an hour outside. Do Toledo drive to Cleveland? So I'll be there. Don't tell anyone. But be ready when the shit drops. And then Austin, we're gonna play Moody Blues. That's so many tickets, but it's probably not enough because my fan base in Austin, Austin is huge. So make sure when I post about Austin, you're on that shit and you get it with the pre with the pre code. I'm sure it'll be don't push me all lowercase. Anyway, dude, you guys don't tell anyone. Hey guys, that's it for YouTube. If you want to watch the raw, the uncut, the unedited episode of this latest episode, going over to patreon.com slash crystalia. For only six bucks a month bucks a month. For only six bucks. For only six bucks a month, you can get that. And you can also get a an extra episode each month of congratulations. There's like 17 or 18 now. So get it now for only six dollars and you can watch all of those. If you're going on a road trip, it also makes a great holiday present. Get that for your loved ones. You can be a producer of the show and get your name in the credits. Patreon.com slash Chris 
And there's also in other segments we do. I've got a podcast on Christmas. I'm trying to convince her to come back on and do a Patreon episode. She'll be on soon. But we appreciate you, and we love you guys. Thanks a lot.